Well, hello everybody and a warm welcome to Thursday, uh, Thursday the 27th, 27th today. It's a very exciting day for me today because I'm getting my hair cut, I hope. They haven't rung me to tell me that I'm not getting my hair cut, so I'm assuming that that means that it's fine. Um, So I'm very excited about this because I've got serious lockdown hair. I think I've got a couple of field mice nesting in in the side of my hair somewhere. So that's exciting, and it's a warm day today, hurrah, and I am wearing shorts, so today is a really good day in comparison to uh, how it has been over the last few weeks. So long may that continue. Let's pray this Thursday morning. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. God be gracious to us and bless us, and make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known upon earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. O let the nations rejoice and be glad, for you will judge the peoples righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Then shall the earth bring forth her increase, and God, our own God, will bless us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. And so, as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So, our Bible reading today comes from 1 Peter, chapter 2, verses 22 to the end, which is 25, so... 22 to 25. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed for you were like sheep going astray but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. So reading from So You Don't Have to Go to Church Anymore. I had hoped by now I would have crossed paths with John again, but it hadn't happened. For a few weeks I caught myself looking for him everywhere. I didn't go to a store, eat at a restaurant or even drive down the street without scanning every person to see if he was there. Occasionally I'd spot someone similar enough in build or gait to actually make my heart skip a beat. But as I got closer my hopes would dash time and time again. I even went out of my way a few times to check the bench at the park. Imagine my surprise five months later when I saw his familiar face where I least expected to find it, peering through the diamond-shaped window of one of our sanctuary doors. It was Sunday morning during our largest worship service and I was walking back up the centre aisle with my best whatever whatever would they do without me face, having just eliminated an annoying hum from our state-of-the-art sound system. All I had done was jiggle a few wires plugged in beneath the stage, but that had done the trick. I could feel people's eyes watching me walk up the aisle even though the pastor was praying at the time. I kept my head down until I got near my row at when I took one quick look up the aisle. There he was. There was no mistaking those eyes and my heart almost stopped as I recognised him. Walking past my vacant seat, I slid out through the other half of the double doors. 
He stood there with a frown on his face and I remember thinking how awkward and out of place he looked in our building. I don't know why it hit me that way. It wasn't his clothes. He was wearing a polo shirt and a pair of dockers, more than appropriate for our informal California services. We had others with similar beards and longer hair looking like holdovers from the hippie days. But he just somehow looked out of place. John, what are you doing here? I whispered. He turned towards me slowly, smiling, smiled to acknowledge my presence and turned back to look inside. After a few moments, he finally spoke. I thought I'd see if you had some time to talk. Where have you been? I've been looking for you everywhere. He just kept staring through the window. I'd love to talk, but now isn't a good time. Our biggest service is going on in there. He didn't turn away from the window this time. Yes, I noticed. Inside, I could hear the congregation standing up as the worship team began to play the introduction to the next song. How about later, after the service? Well, I'm just passing through and thought I'd see how you were doing. Are you finding some answers to your questions? I don't know. I'm doing everything I I know to do. My devotional life is really coming around better than it has ever been. His silence told me I hadn't answered his question. I thought I might wait. I thought I might wait him out, but it got so awkward I couldn't help speaking again. Oh, well, how can I say this? I guess not. In fact, it seemed like the harder I try, the emptier and more frustrated I feel. It just doesn't seem worth the effort. Good, John nodded, still staring out into the sanctuary. Then you've learned something valuable, haven't you? What? I thought he'd misunderstood me. I said it wasn't working. I've really been trying hard and nothing seems to be happening. How is that good? It only makes me angry. I understood, John replied, turning towards me again. Do you want to know why? Come, I'll show you. So our common worship response is, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. I have called you by name, you are mine. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. So our prayers today come from uh, David Adam. So let us pray. We come with all who are weary, all whose hope has dried up. We come with the despairing, the despondent, and all who are dispirited with the depressed and the oppressed peoples. We pray for all who have become weak, for all who are infirm and cannot cope on their own. O Spirit of God, stir up your power and come among us. Amen. We pray for pilgrims and seekers, for all new to the faith. We long for a deeper unity and fellowship within the church. We pray for your creation that groans for salvation, for areas spoiled and desecrated by greed or insensitivity for peoples misused, exploited and abused by others, for all places of deprivation or great poverty, for all who suffer from war or oppression. Amen. So let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. 
Well, thank you once again for being with me today. Uh, I will be with you tomorrow if I remember to do the podcast today. Because uh, I am having a day off tomorrow, so that'll be nice. Um, yeah, have a good one, everybody. And I hope that you uh, stay in the sun today and enjoy it. Stay warm and dry, which there is no reason for us not to stay warm and dry today on the on these uh, in this beautiful weather. Have a good one, everybody, and I'll be with you again. So may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you.